0: I honestly can't believe I'm saying this, but it's June 8th and we are done our quarantine lockdown. It has been a whirlwind of the last three months. Honestly, deeply, I like don't even know what life was like before February. I really like, I don't. And I look back in my journal to read about it because I'm like, what? What? what what happened? So I really want to start this episode by sending my love and condolences to George Floyd's family. I... and I think I can speak for everyone. The video that we all saw was horrific and I want to speak on police brutality and... I wanna talk about how I felt this last week because how I felt in the beginning of the week when the protests first started happening to the end of the week was really, really different. I found myself in the beginning of the week when this first happened to feel very overwhelmed, um, confused with my own self, asking myself a lot of questions. Lex, have you done this? Lex, you're a minority, you're Colombian. Like, are have you been doing enough? Um, you know, I, I sat with myself a lot. I I spoke to my therapist. I I spoke to my rabbi. I, I spoke to my friends. I spoke to my family. I spoke to people I haven't spoken to in such a long time. And it was a deep moment with myself. And I realized at the end, I would say like Friday, I noticed that I wasn't angry and I wasn't, it wasn't that I was sad or angry anymore. It was that I actually, after doing all of that, like, even if it's just one week of work, I understood I understood why people feel the need to speak up and say it loud, and it's important, and I hope that everyone listening is a supporter and is working their way to be anti-racist. Deeply, I hope you're doing the work, and I want to make sure everyone knows this. Don't feel shamed into... Into this movement. Do it because you deeply feel it in your soul. Don't let anybody shame you into doing anything. I've been telling so many people. Who have felt. They need to do certain things by society. I'm like, do it because you want to in your soul. I, I put a highlight on my Instagram of all the things that you can do because I didn't want to continue pushing it when I know that there's so many platforms that want to speak. So I put a, I put a highlight of all of the petitions you can sign, registering to vote, um, letters you can write with templates already. So I just wanted to make sure that you had all of that information and that my platform was there as a, as a source And a guide for things that you can do moving forward. But I also want to make sure my platform is entirely given to where it needs right now. Because that's what I believe in right now. So as I was saying, I caught myself feeling like very sad and a little bit upset. And by the end of the week, after talking to everyone and taking walks to my old neighborhood and, you know, really seeing New York, I understood it all. And I realize that this is temporary and that I hope that the same way that I have educated myself and really, you know, I, I, I can only speak for myself, but I took a deep dive and I hope many others do too. And I know it's uncomfortable and it is, and it's something that we need to It's not normalized, but we have to get comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations. Like, it's okay. It's not the end of the world, and it's okay to not agree. But with a conversation like this, as I've been saying to many, the end goal should always be peace. You can disagree with certain things that are going on and how it should be, but our end goal should be to be anti-racist and to be peace. And when I say to be peace, to be peaceful, like that's, that's really what I hope people's end goal is. And again, you don't need to post to socials, you don't need to do any of that. But do the work behind your own closed doors. It's okay, you don't need to share everything you do. And you know, another thing that I wanted to bring up is that we're in a revolution, we just had a pandemic, and now we're having a huge revolution. So this is, again, I said it eight weeks ago, this is not normal. Now we are in a situation where not only were we afraid to go outside and even see our own family members, but then overnight we had protests going on for weeks. So, you know, and I went to those protests. I stood on the sidelines. I had COVID, so I stood on the sidelines because I didn't want to get anyone sick. It's been two months, so I'm good, but I went to them and I immersed myself and I felt what I needed to feel to understand what was going on. And, you know, I have always been an active member of the Barry Mission, Big Brother, Big Sister Club. I have said this before and I'll say it again. I purposely did not vote four years ago because I didn't feel educated enough. So what did I do? I volunteered weekly for the last four years to understand what my community needed, to understand what New York City needed to walk the streets and to really see what was going on in New York City and how it could be changed and how I could be part of that change. So, you know, I've obviously, <laughs> since that time, I've become a voter in New York City and have voted. And I actually feel that I'm in, I I, actually have the right to vote because I know what I'm voting on. And I urge people to, if they're not sure, and that's okay to not know what what's politically going on. Not all of us are in that realm of the world. So I urge you to maybe volunteer. Go out there. Go see what people need. Um, you know, maybe go see what, like, I, I, I personally don't know how to tell you this, but you need to go out there for yourself and do a field study and be out there and be friendly and be kind And know that the world isn't the bubble that you live in. So if you want to vote and make that vote count, go out there, do the work, sign some petitions, feel the feeling that the world is feeling, this heaviness, and use that. Make that your power. Use that. Sorry, that just got a little bit wild. Police brutality. Guys, what happened to George Floyd should absolutely never happen. I don't have words at all. It makes me literally cry thinking about it. Um, And I think, you know, the worst, there's so many bad parts to this, but George Floyd should have never lost his life and should have absolutely never lost his life that way at all whatsoever. In a way where every single human in the world sees it. I pray by the time his daughter can Google. It is off of the internet. I, It saddens me. And I think I'm going to not talk deeply into George Floyd. But talk about his daughter Gianna. I saw a video of her the other day. And again this is an emotional episode. But she was just saying how daddy changed the world. And I was thinking about myself. Because she's six and I lost my dad when I was 11. And I... My I lost my dad very suddenly, but I I know what her future will be like without having him around, and it's not to say it's going to be bad. It's going to be amazing. She's going to be a super strong, amazing, independent girl, but something changes you when you lose a parent really young, and I can tell that she is going to thrive off of this energy and be – a voice for so many people that were like her father and I just feel it in my soul I just know it and I feel it and I just wanted to say it to Gianna I know she's too young to listen but for someone who also went through something not that, that similar at all but lost my favorite person at such a young age it will get better it maybe all won't make sense one day at all, but it will get better and you will be so strong and you are so loved. I mean, I, I look at you and I'm just, I, I I've watched your video multiple times a day and I'm like, sheesh, what a strong girl, like deeply. So I want to get to police brutality because, This is not the first, this is not the second, this is not the third, this is not the fourth, this is not the fifth time. This is too many times, too many times. We need to, again, I urge everyone, I'm not going to sit here and give you a political podcast right now. But I really urge everyone to really look into police brutality. You know, the specific numbers, the rates, um, how often, how you know, the ratios, I really, really urge you to do the work because I can tell you so much, but you can't, I don't expect you to believe everything that I feel. So I, and and again, I urge you to go to that highlight uh, on my Instagram page. I don't expect you to feel everything that I feel, but I, f- but I know that if you do the work on your own and you see these videos and you read these stories on your own that you will emotionally become fixated on this and you too will not want to stop and will want to it this isn't a fight at all this isn't a fight this is going to be a very slow this is going to take time just as all good things do so i don't expect you to fully understand me or feel entirely how i do but i would love it if you would read a little bit about police brutality and, and how it's been in the last, I would say, I want to say 100 years, but look at the last 40 years, just for, you know, time sake of most of our parents are between the ages of 40 and 60, who I think listen to this podcast. So I think it's really important. I really want everyone to look at pol- police brutality and, and the rates and, you know, systemic racialism and how we need to, I don't feel anyone has ever felt that educated. You know, I was talking to a few of my friends from high school and I went to a high school that was, I believe 54% um, black and the rest, Asian, American, Latino, whatnot. Um, So our school was one where Barack Obama came to my school twice. Michelle Obama came to my school once. Our school was so diverse, and I am grateful every single day that I went to such a diverse school because that was something, conversations were always to be had there. I was actually saying to my boyfriend the other day the story of when I drank at a junior prom and I was secretary of my class, and um, my I would say 30 of us all drank before, and Um, you know, basically my friend Lindsay and I, sorry, Lindsay, to put you in this, but we got, we ended up getting suspended and there were multiple other people who did not get suspended. And it was a moment that my school, and I appreciate my school for this. It's not that they wanted to make an example out of us, but it was that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who your family is. It doesn't matter anything. If you do something that's wrong, You're going to get that punishment for it. And we did fully, 100%. And we took it and we deserved it. And rightfully so. But we were always treated at our school. Everyone was created equal. And I think there was a reason Barack came to our school twice and Michelle. And it was because we had such a diverse group that got along really well. I under like, I, I, like... Again, we had tough talks. I'll never forget being in elementary school and middle school. And we were always super educated and really, really good friends with each other. And, you know, it was crazy because then I got out of high school and it was a different it was kind of a different story. And I'll always Abington High School. I'll always be really thankful to Abington for that diversity and for showing us that it doesn't matter the color of your skin. You will. Lindsay and I, we will be given that same, same punishment as anybody else because that is what my school believed in. And although I was mad, although I was embarrassed, um, it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. I don't deserve any preferential treatment, but that was, you know, we were always shown that from a young age. So I just want to share that story. I want to make sure that you're In this time, as much as we're checking in with the world and, you know, putting ourselves on front lines, if you are signing petitions, I just want to make sure that you're checking in with yourself every day. I personally wake up every morning and write in my journal, meditate. This is if I hadn't taught already in the morning, (laughs) if not, um, drink a tall glass of water, have some oatmeal. I'm lucky if I get to talk to my therapist once a week. I love her nearly and dearly. I definitely need to check in with myself because... And I like to use this analogy a lot. Um, you know when you're on an airplane and they say, if there's a plane a- accident or crash or anything coming happening, turbulence, you put your oxygen mask on before others. So what this led me to was you need to in order for us to, to deal with what's going on in the world and to deal with the virus and to deal with this revolution and whatnot, we have to check in with ourselves. So I mentioned this oxygen mask um, uh, example for a reason, and that is because if we want to be able to, and I say this for, the, for my generation, you know, the 29 to 35 year olds and, and above, if we want to be the best that we can be and, you know, show the youth, What we want the world to be like we need to check in with ourselves and we need to be okay So I mentioned that oxygen mask because you need to check in with yourself first before you can help that person next year Before you can help the country or before you can do what you the steps that you feel you need to do to move forward You need to check in with yourself and make sure you're good And I just say that because I think in this moment We all want to be so helpful of the situation and what's going on and that is great And I stand by that fully and I'm with you I'm with you 100 i live in between washington square and union square so i'm in this all day but i urge you to check in with yourself i urge you to call your friends you don't need to just talk about this topic talk about how you feel remind each other that you're there for each other please i feel like not enough people are checking in and it's the same way that when we had COVID, like check in with your we're not you we were not seeing anyone for a very long time like We don't know how anyone is feeling right now. And if they're feeling how I am, it's pretty heavy. But you need to check in with your friends. You need to check in with yourself. And right now, I say yourself a lot because everyone right now is feeling their own opinion. So... And really everyone's inflicting their own feelings on them, on their own selves. It's really an interesting time of stress because you have the outside stress, you have your own stress, you have the fundamental stress, you have stress that you don't know that pre-existed when you were 13. So I really want you to check in with yourselves. I really, really, really like, you know, maybe it's the, you know, psychologist in me, but I just really... I really want you to take a moment because when we take a moment for ourselves, we are really taking a moment for world peace and taking a moment to step back. I always say this, even in a fight, take a moment, take a step back, breathe, come back to where you are and fight the fight again, if that's what you want to do. But I'm telling you, check in on yourself because this can weigh really heavy. And again, that oxygen mask, if you want to be there for others, you really have to take care of yourself and you need to be good with you so just on ending this you know it's june 8th the world is opening back up and with that i urge everyone to be super super safe with everything you do i know we're all super excited i urge you to please 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 go read about anything black lives matter i just watched the movie 13th on netflix i've been reading not reading i've been watching dear white people i urge you to watch it's also on netflix it's really good these are all just like very informative either books or shows and 13th I urge you to watch it because I deeply learned so much that I did not know before like at all whatsoever Bill Clinton I'm talking to you so I am just gonna end this by saying I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode I am hoping that you do a little bit of the work maybe you know after this is all said and done because I know safety still a big thing but Maybe go volunteer somewhere. See a different side of the world that you don't see every single day. Check in with your friends. Check in. Have some tough conversations. They're not easy, but I'm telling you they're going to make us stronger and better people. Have more compassion. I probably say this every week. We need to have compassion and empathy for what's going on. And especially for Black people right now in this situation, we need to... Be really empathetic to what's going on. And again, if you want to go and Google what is going on or the oppression that black people have faced, I would love for you to. I'm not going to sit here and do it because I've done that work. And I think the only way for you to really do understand it is to do what I did. Dive so deep that there was nothing else I could talk about. I urge you to do that. Have the conversations with your families. I know that everyone can disagree but i'm telling you like i said the end goal should just be peace that's it we don't all have to think the exact same but just for peace so i hope you can check in with yourselves with your families with your friends with your black friends with anyone and just remember that we are all in this together and i hope that we can continue to fight the fight and i hope you know you can flip your narrative a little bit on some negative things that have gone on and kind of realize that this is way bigger than a storefront being broken or You know places being boarded up. It's so much bigger than that. You can we can fix glass We can't fix the human we we listen I hope we can fix the human race, but we have to fix humanity glass can be fixed humanity We need to restore that so i'm gonna leave it at that I I'm sending so much love to everybody. Again, George Floyd's family, sending you the utmost love. Breonna Taylor, so much love. Happy 27th birthday. And I'm wishing you all the best week of love and peace. And to my New York city ears, let's be better. Let's do this together while we reopen the city. Let's keep a social distance. Let's do this right, guys. We've been doing it right the whole the past three months. Let's, let's keep doing it right. Wishing you all the best week and thank you for listening to the vibe. Give me some suggestions on what we want next week. I love you guys so much. Send love out to the world. Send love out to your family and call some people today. Love you guys.